Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, a lot of relationships hit hard spots, you know, and it's never it's never one-sided. It's not like one person is Mary Poppins and the other person is, you know, the Boston Strangler. It's usually two people combining to make, you know, a bit of a hot mess, and that's why they end up in counseling in the first place. I always figure counseling is like the Denny's of therapies. It's like you never set out to go there, but you ended up there. And when it comes to the evil couple, you always wonder what kind of counseling should they have? I mean, should it be some sort of like behavioral therapy? Should they be kidnapped by people that deprogram cultists? Maybe. Who knows? Or maybe they're so dysfunctional that they're functional. But every now and then you do see in a very dysfunctional couple, there was the one that you figured was the problem. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, you see a perfect example of, eh, they're both the problem. And that's where we ended up in today's episode, Evil Couples Counseling, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Here's a question for you. How fucking oblivious am I? I've been sitting in Starbucks for the last half hour writing a blog about Ronaldo when... The couple came in right after me, begins having a snippy argument. And the only reason I notice this is that the wife reaches over and puts her fingertips, beautifully manicured, on my table. Can I ask you a question? Her tone is aggressive and a little angry and a little Russian. Evil couple. Today's stealth evil couple sitting right next to me. At the moment, I am the tiniest little deer in the headlights at this time. Oh, shit. I stare in horror as Mrs. Evil just narrows her eyes at me. Uh, yes? I'm not sure whether to shit or go blind at this point, which is an awesome phrase from the 70s in the Deep South that totally applies here. If your wife asks you to do something, something that you would want to do if you weren't being angry and childish, would you do it? She folds her arms, almost like it was either a rhetorical question or that I had already answered it affirmatively. In the back of my head, the former husband in me understands the tone and the move. Going outside the argument and bringing somebody else in also means that both he and I are just fucked at this point. I'm not even married to this bitch. Uh, I'm divorced. It's all I can think of. Digging a hole in the sand won't work. They use this Italian tile in Starbucks. And she arcs her eyebrows. I'm not getting out of this one at all. It depends on what it is, I guess. You couldn't get a pin up my ass with a jackhammer. And she just looks right through me. I can see why you are divorced. She dismisses me and focuses an angry look back at her husband. Now, if anybody else talked to me like that... I'd rip in, curse, throw shit. I mean, I'm kind of an ass. But I've spent so much time studying these two and writing thousands of words and speaking several... Goodness, I think we're, we're well over an hour now. The being shit on by her? It's kind of charming, really. As they keep talking, it becomes apparent that somehow the school the twins go to has wisely de- decided to put them in separate classes as advised by many child psychologists that uh, are counseling parents of twins. He's in favor of it, and she is not. And as always, according to her, he doesn't love her or the twins enough to fix this. In other words, to go to the school and tell them their job. 
When they are beaten by bullies, I hope you don't laugh in front of them. It would hurt their feelings. The facts that he speaks at all after this comment tells me that he has been married for over 10 years and hasn't learned a goddamn thing. Basic warfare, dude. In trench fighting, the first thing you learn is that there's a time to fight and a time for keeping your head down. Break in the action. A friend of the, the two has come in. This guy has that awesome social skill of being totally unaware that he's walking into a tense situation and he doesn't pick up any of the keys. Mrs. Evil leans over the table, an angry finger that she sticks into Mr.'s face and is ripping him in whispers when the friend sits down next to Mrs. What's up, guys? The situation completely diffuses. Are you going to eat that? Mrs. Evil points at the cheese danish in front of Mr. Evil. There's an awkward silence that follows, and I'm not sure I understand why. No! The anger in Mr.'s voice just catches me off guard. I mean, he rarely shows this much anger at all, and I've seen them in arguments that would end most marriages. Why not? For once, Mrs. Evil seems to touch off balance like she wasn't expecting the response. He looks at the friend that's sitting there in between her and me. I lost 50 pounds last year, and I gained it all back. You want to know how? He stares at the friend and at me. Shit, I am still in the middle of it. Mrs. Evil, for her part, has a little deer-in-the-headlights thing going on that is so out of place on her, it's like watching a different person. I had a full breakfast with my wife less than an hour ago. He gestures disdainfully at her. The volume of his voice is rising steadily, and people behind him are stepping quietly away. And then I sit down, and she puts this shit in front of me. He gestures very angrily at the Danish, which didn't do anything to him. The man is in a lather and Mrs. Evil's face is frozen. And I will eat it like a fucking animal that doesn't know any better. He holds a finger up to shut up Mrs. Evil, who, by the way, was not trying to speak. No, Cat, no. I am sick of this shit. Cat? Katrina? She is Russian. Maybe it's Katarina. Ooh, that's lovely. Anyway, back to the scene. This is a warped twist I wasn't expecting. The roles have been completely reversed. Mr. Evil catches his breath and he continues, Shit in the morning, shit in the evening, no wonder I gain weight. He stands up abruptly, shooting his chair back about an angry foot. I'm going to work. He's pissed. He doesn't say anything else. He just picks up his phone, turns, walks. Mrs. Evil barely misses a beat before she's out of her chair and out the door chasing him with a look of anguish on her face. What the hell just happened here? Just when I thought I had it all figured out, or at least this little part of the world, it spun so far out of place, I'm firmly convinced I know nothing at this point, and my mind is desperately trying to catch up. I feel bad for Mrs. Evil. Those words, even the thought of those words is an alien and foreign thought. How did that happen? So, to recap, Mr. Evil has an anger and a weight issue. And Mrs. Evil? She's the victim. How fucked up is that?
I want to thank you for listening today. If you really enjoyed it, by all means, listen to more episodes. If you want to read, go to Amazon.com and search Caffeinated Humor. There's a series of books based on the podcast and the blog. If you want to read the blog, go to BitterMac.com, B-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-C.com, and that's the home of the Caffeinated Humor blog. Now, at the top of the screen, you're going to see a thing that says support this podcast. You can donate a small amount per month, as little as 99 cents. So for less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can keep me eating and making this podcast. Keep the podcast going. Grow it. Make it a better podcast. I want it to be the best that you want to listen to. Thank you so much. Have a great day.